Catch new episodes of Dial the Gate weekends at youtube.com slash dialthegate. And for the latest schedule, visit dialthegate.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dial the Gate, the Stargate Oral History Project. My name is David Reed. Thank you so much for joining me for this pre-recorded episode of Stargate Legos and the fans who make them. We have a few uh, featured Lego artists in this episode, and uh, it's it was it's it was uh, I mean I expected an interesting discussion, but I mean this this was further than I than I expected. So it's, I can't wait to get started with the, uh, with the guests here before we get started. If you like Stargate and you want to see more content like this on YouTube, uh, please consider clicking that like button. It makes a difference with YouTube and will help the show grow its audience further. Please also consider sharing this video with a Stargate friend. And if you want to get notified about future episodes, click the subscribe icon, giving the bell icon a click will notify you the moment a new video drops and you'll get my notifications of any last minute guest changes and clips uh, from this episode will be released over the next uh, few uh, weeks on the Dial the Gate uh, YouTube channel. Uh, for this episode, it is pre-recorded, so the moderators will not be taking questions for uh, the uh, the participants of this show. Um, so I appreciate uh, your patience on that. Um, let's go ahead and bring in the panelists. Hello, everyone. Thank you all for joining me. Um, I appreciate having you. Uh, we... That is, Linda and I have been looking at the creations that you guys have been making for a while now, and it's like, we've got to have them on. Uh, so thank you, Starbrick, and thank you, Jake, for responding to uh, our message. We also have a video that I need to download from... Who, who submitted this, Linda? Um, this is from Captain Mutant, and um, it's it's great. I, I watched it earlier. It's okay. it's a really nice video. He did a a great job with it. I'm I'm impressed. I need to get some film tips from him. I think. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, so I also have Frederick uh, here, who's going to help with uh, French translations. Thank you, sir, from Concepts Web. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. And you? I'm well. Starbrick. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are first, and then uh, we will get to Jake. Frederick, feel free to jump in and help. No. Uh, Mark, uh, voudrais-tu nous parler un peu plus de toi et, uh, dans le fond, un peu de ton background? Oh, OK, OK. Uh, alors, je, je suis Marc, je suis français. Je suis Marc, je suis français. Uh, I am Marc, I'm French. <laughs> I'm I'm um, 38 old today. It's my birthday. <laughs> oh, happy birthday! Birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a nice gift. I'm <laughs> very very happy to 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 be with you today. Je parle pas français, hein? Je 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 travaille voilà dans dans un domaine relativement artistique. Donc j'aime bien j'aime bien tout ce qui est de ses créations, je fais de des hobbies, de la peinture, je fais des, des choses comme ça. Donc je suis très très euh, porté sur tout ce qui est euh, euh, comment dire, 
les Lego, euh, tout ce qui est euh, création, comment dire autrement. So, uh, I'm, I work in a domain that is uh, pretty artistic and uh, I have uh, a lot of artistic hobbies and uh, I like to play with anything that is creative, like Legos or anything related to that. Okay, that's great. Well, thank you. Um, Jake, Con is it Conhill? Yes, uh, Conhill. Well, welcome, sir. And uh, I love your little uh, Back to the Future uh, time box on the uh, on the uh on the shelf there thank you i built that wow i'm impressed tell us a little bit about uh who you are and and uh, uh where you're from and and how you got into into creating your content well i have been a lifelong science fiction fan i started with the star trek and well after that i was a lost cause i've always had an affinity for math and science and Legos, putting things together, figuring out the problem solving and all that. So eventually during the pandemic lockdown, it came out to be a natural fit that I'd had it, I'd have to do something there or else I'd go stir crazy. I remet my first introduction to Stargate was uh, my parents rented the movie and then I found it completely boring. <laughs> I, I remember that I, and I, I even read recall seeing certain scenes from it anyways later on i rediscovered the film on the sci-fi channel and ended up at one point watching it daily for two weeks and after that i was also a lost cause on that legos offered the challenges for making stargate stuff and added just sort of snowball from there i started with a gate and way with a pedal jumper and i've got various small gate room setups in various places and Yeah, thank you for that, sir. Starbrick, um, what is your what is uh, your Stargate story? How'd you get into the show? I think, yeah. Mm. Euh, alors, j'ai découvert Stargate avec le, le film d'Emmerich quand il est sorti au cinéma. So I discovered Et... Stargate uh, with the movie of Emmerich when it came out in cinema. En fait, à la base, j'ai toujours été fasciné par l'histoire, depuis tout petit. So, I always been fascinated with uh, history. Uh, so, when I was six, I already knew every, like, Egyptian gods and nations. <laughs> so, Stargate was just something that worked for me because of that. Ouais. Et, puis le... Et puis, Stargate, après, surtout, j'ai toujours été fan. Bah, les... On est des... Un des enfants des années 80, je suis en 1985. Donc, c'était les séries, euh... ah, voilà, l'agence touriste, MacGyver, etc., donc, quand euh, Stargate est sorti euh, en 97 à démarrer. Veux-tu répéter, car euh, c'est beaucoup d'informations à, tra à traduire d'un coup. Oui. Sorry. Euh, donc, je dis, je suis né en 1985. So, I was always watching those uh, 80s TV shows like uh, MacGyver and... Uh, c'est quoi l'autre que tu as nommé? Agent touriste. 18. 18. <laughs> Don't need to translate that. Okay. <laughs> Et Jim, Knight Rider, etc. Euh, et euh, Richard D. Anderson, je suis un grand fan. Et quand j'ai vu que la série avait Richard D. Anderson, j'ai dit Jackpot. Euh, voilà, c'est Stargate plus Richard D. Anderson, ça peut être plus bien. So basically, when uh, I, I discovered that Stargate was uh, with Richard D. Anderson and I was already a fan of RDA, I, it was just perfect match. It was Jackpot, like he said. Very good. Yes. Thank you yes. for that, Jake. What uh, what what are some of your favorite elements of of the of the franchise? Honestly, in some ways, I think I'm actually more of a fan of the movie than the mm -hmm. series. I mean, although I consume just about 
most of SG1 and, and most of Atlantis. I couldn't stand SGU, though. The movie got its hooks into me because it's, unlike a lot of films, it seemed to have an, a genuine sense of wonder and exploration into it. Like, basically, what is this? What can mm-hmm. it do? Not just, oh, plot element. Let's go and have adventures. It's, it, there's just a moment, especially... When you see the camera pan down, Jackson seen from the conference room, the gate, just what is this thing? All the potential that lies in there and the right. gate going to different worlds and all that. There's just such a potential for storytelling. You never know what you're, what you're going to find. Absolutely. That's that's I think the the uh the the nugget of uh of promise that the that the movie does more than anything so well. Linda, do you have any questions for them before I really uh, dive into their content um i don't actually have questions but i i thought for our audience i um have a couple sentences on the background of lego ideas just to so everybody understands what it is so like go ahead with that she's the lego fan on our on our side of this so <laughs> please absolutely okay this so whole I, thing was um, her idea <laughs> I looked up on um, online and Wikipedia actually has a very nice little synopsis. Um, It says that Lego Ideas was first introduced as an offshoot of the Japanese company. Um, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. My apologies. Kusu, C-U-U-S-O-O. It was produced in collaboration between that company and the Lego group um, and titled Lego Kusu. Uh, the site was at first a beta site and remained that way until 2014 when uh, Lego Ideas appeared as a finished product on the Charo Dix pro- uh, platform. The idea is that people build a model and submit it along with a short written piece. And then if it gets up to 10,000 votes within a certain amount of time, Lego looks at it and seriously considers whether they want to produce the model. So they have to produce, they have to examine it if it hits, if it hits. Yeah. They'll look at it if it reaches 10,000 within the time limit, which I believe is two years. Is that right, guys? What did you say, Jake? Approximately. Approximately. So they years. have. You mean they have two years to look at it? No. Uh, well, you have two years to get to the uh, ten thousand vote limit, and then I believe three times a year they have review sessions where they will consider and either accept or reject yours. Captain Newton, for sake of history, previously reached the ten thousand vote limit, and his set was rejected with no explanation given. It was just boom, done. He's since reached it again. So here's hoping it works this time for him. Okay. So, and that was, a, that was a Stargate set. Yes. Uh, uh, pretty much a gate, the embarkation room. Did he, does anyone know if he's read if he's redesigned it? Yeah, yeah, he, he did. He made some changes to it and resubmitted it. So fingers okay. crossed. There's, there's a lot of criteria, um, which if anyone goes to Wikipedia, you can you can read through what all of the criteria is. Or, of course, if you go straight to Lego Ideas, it'll have the instructions. Okay. Oh, I can tell God. you one limitation right off the bat. They, they, you can only submit either an original idea or an approved intellectual property. I tell you this because when I started doing this, SG-1 and the movie were not permitted intellectual properties i could only do stargate atlantis and that's part of the reason i got to making my puddle jumper was that 
all I could do was Atlantis. I did not consider doing SGU themed. So I mean, SGU, a, you mean SGU one themed? No, I mean I only did Atlantis themed submissions because that's all only those are only the things they would accept at the time. Right, but you said you didn't like SGU anyway. So so SGU, I did not like SGU universe. Right. But uh, but okay. I'm um, pretty sure that's because the the other brick company in Europe owned the rights to SG1 and uh Stargate at that Best time. Lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. sure what their status is on that at the moment. Jenny might be able to help us find out. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's that that actually answers that. Um Star Starbrick, are you with us? You following yes. along? <clears throat> Pas trop de problème à suivre la conversation. I know you're here, but are you following no, along? Ça va, ça va, thank okay. you. He's fine, he's fine. Okay, good. <laughs> what I want to know, uh, and I'm going to start with Starbrick mm-hmm. first, is how can how do you create so mm-hmm. much of the of the Lego pieces are custom? How can you create a Stargate set? Uh, or how does anyone create anything? so mm-hmm. accurate to the um to what it is that they're trying to make without having customized pieces are you allowed to make your own customized lego pieces how does that work starbrick mm-hmm. alors j'utilise la plupart du temps des pièces lego originales donc on essaie d'avoir des 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 torses ou des des, des pièces des pantalons de minifigs qui existent déjà so most of the time, uh, I try to use original Lego pieces like uh, chess and pants or uh, pieces like that that are usually pretty generic. Continue. Parfois, c'est, parfois c'est juste des torses que l'on qu'on retourne parce que certains euh, versos à l'arrière, euh, voilà, so, peuvent, peuvent ressembler à certains torses de personnages Target. Oh, okay. Um, so sometimes we just reverse uh, the uh, chess part because. The other side sometimes look like the uh, Stargate uniforms, and uh, he's going to show us an example here. Okay, so that's Jacob Carter. Okay, so Jacob Carter. Okay. 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 Yeah, it's a, a Star Wars Lego piece for the chess, but the other side, when you turn it around, from the face, it looks suddenly like a, a Tokra set. So, chess is chess a a a a, a Lego set? Are, are, we're not we're not talking about chess chess, are we? That's uh, the the chess the, the the body part. The chest. Yeah, the the chest and the pants. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Okay, Jake, do you have <laughs> any input into this? Yes, uh, Lego does not permit custom shaped pieces however they are willing to permit uh, custom designed pieces that is with graphics and icons and all that uh, okay certain programs uh, such as the one i use allow you to actually apply custom graphics to it and you can also use such as in this case uh, i've got this one here this is just me yeah. printing onto a transparent envelope label and cutting to size on the, on the lego they permit you to do printing because they're probably going to put it as stickers, but you can't do custom shaped pieces. They, it, it's not nearly it, not profitable enough to do that. So. so what it comes down to is you have to use the, the, the existing 
Lego collection as it stands to create something new. That's that's I think reasonable based on based on uh, uh, what their kind of modus operandi is. So you have to you have to work within their play set and build and show your ingenuity. So can you show us your creation, please? I've been cannibalizing some of them for parts because I've had about three separate generations of Stargates on okay. there. Uh, here is pretty much the first generation Stargate I had. It's pretty close to my current one. It, it's all it's in eighteen segments and it's built around one mathematical action, basically how these two pieces are joined right here, the hinges, is structurally sound. So, so this thing can freely stand. And from that, I built the entire thing, just going with the scale. And it turned out to be about, it's about Stargate size, at least the inner diameter of 22 feet in, uh, in diameter. Mm -hmm. It's thicker on the other dimensions, mm -hmm. but there's only so much you can do. In the past, I've also been able to put lights underneath the, the color and elements so I can actually show them line up and engage what is that so you cannibalize those parts from what uh oh uh from the sets i've been i've made other stargates and i've been taking pieces off of say these for example in order what, to, are, what were they originally part oh, of uh, for the most part i design on a vir virtual designer program and in my case studio and then custom order everything i need because you never have enough of what you need in the specific type and the specific color I'm sure Starbuck does the same thing. Yeah. So generation one, here's generation two. Show me. <laughs> yeah, uh, the That's event crazy. horizon is more basically a uh, test than an actual finalized thing, uh, which this thing is all right. And the size of the gate is a lot closer to what it was on the show. However, it's not too structurally sounding like it needs the event horizon pretty much or else it'll sag in there i've also got a third generation stargate which is currently what's on uh, uh lego ideas and i can send you pictures of that okay much, uh, say, let's see but they all have been able to fit this thing through it yeah. this is the puddle jumper including a full sense. interior Inside, uh, the top is removable. The, uh, the engines and weapon pods come out. The engines can be folded up. It's a little fragile, so I'm not inherently going to do that. It's a little low on detail, mainly because this is more proof of concept. On it. And as I said, I'm always tinkering with it. It's got a retractable engine. It folds out on there. And... I'm pretty proud of her. I didn't think that it was actually physically possible to make something minifigure scale with a full interior, including a four-person cockpit and cargo area in the back. Jake, is is any glue involved ever? Mm. No. No? No, I mean they made it if there's one thing I took from the Lego movie, is that crazy glue is the devil. Uh, <laughs> I mean, granted, there are some parts of this that probably should be glued on, but uh, I'm always scared I'm going to glue it down and then go, oh, wait, it should be like right. this. Oh, I can't get it up. That's too late. Now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wow. What a beauty. Thank you for sharing that. I've also got other things, minifigures with third-party elements for, say, holsters, vests, and various things. You can make a whole... I've got lights from another third party. You can do a whole lot with it. Just only so much you can submit to Lego. 
That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Thank you for that. Starbrick. Um, do you, yeah. uh, I, in terms of like ordering specific parts, um, are you in the same situation? Mm-hmm. Have you found yourself ordering a lot of, uh, tell, can you tell us about this? I, I imagine there's like a database online of Lego uh, where you could order specific things. Can you tell us a little bit about that? If that is the case? Alors, en, en, principe, en principe, j'utilise moi le, l'ancien logiciel que Lego avait mis à disposition, ça s'appelle Lego Digital Designer, LDD. Euh, on peut tout modéliser en 3D. Okay. Donc moi, j'ai commencé comme ça le projet. Euh, j'ai tout modélisé et après, j'ai la liste. Du coup, il me donne la liste de toutes les pièces et je peux les commander directement chez Lego. Ah, c'est pratique. <laughs> so, <Please> share. <laughs> so, uh, he, he started the project using uh, an old software from Lego, uh, Lego... Uh, designer, something like Digital this. Designer. Digital designer, Digital exactly. And uh, in there, you can like design all your pieces and using all the same already made uh, like border plates uh, from Legos. And then once you're finished with your design, you can simply order those parts and you you can run an analysis of knowing like, okay, I'm going to need uh, that many chairs. I'm going to need that many pants, that many uh, blocks. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. So you you don't have to order extra parts. The, yeah, basically you need to order exactly what you need. Yeah. Wow. Now does Lego provide this? I apologize. If you have more to say, continue. Non, je disais aussi, il y a beaucoup de pièces aussi que j'ai que j'ai récupérées quand j'étais petit. Donc j'ai beaucoup de pièces de Lego en vrac, en quantité. Donc j'utilise aussi mes pièces, enfin les anciennes pièces que j'ai. Après, il y a des pièces que je customise avec des stickers aussi, forcément, pour les les portes, les portes blindées, par exemple. So he already had like a bunch of Legos from when he was young. So he's he's using a lot of them, and sometimes he's just putting stickers on them, Blanc. like this uh, uh, blasted door, or oh right here, all the uh, little Stargate symbols. That is that is nuts. Wow. Voilà. Après, Lego n'a pas toujours toutes les pièces en stock aussi, donc des fois on doit s'y prendre à plusieurs fois parce qu'il change le les pièces disponibles régulièrement. So uh, sometimes Lego don't have all the pieces or parts available, so they have to like retry and retry and retry until they get actually the parts that they need, because <laughs> they apparently change the availability of parts from time to time. I would think that creating something, Jake, like a circle, would be would be maddening, you know, especially if you don't intend to glue it together. How do you expect some of these parts to stay together? Well. Honestly, over the course of this whole thing, that has been the most interesting part of seeing my designs and other people's designs is how do people tackle the ring nature of the Stargate? With my designs, I've done a few other things, including a original series Star Trek bridge, for example. I always start with a mathematical element and go from there. Although for the sake of Starbrick, I would suggest if he's having trouble with piece availability, he should try bricklink.com if I can mention that on the stream. Yeah, Brick, a, Bricklink? Bricklink. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a third person, a third party to third party site. Basically, I have Lego, I'm selling them. Think eBay without auctions. It's, and they also made their own version of Lego Digital Designer, 
which has everything up to date as, as only fanatical people can keep up to date. So you get, whereas Lego Digital D Designer was, uh, is no longer supported. It's no longer kept up to date, oh. all that. So, so if you want all the pieces for a uh, set that just came out, like from the new Avatar sets or something like that, they will have it after a reasonable period. So, That's just nuts. Yeah. yeah, so as I said, well, my, this game, for example, is all based on hinge pieces around here. You can see them that basically all standing vertical, all that, which is completely different from how I did the first gate. It, and I've seen other people do things uh, like star bricks, which are just completely different from how I'd even try it, which, hey, go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, all that. And Captain Mutant was doing something different as well. All that. Yeah, I, I noticed that, that everybody had used completely different pieces from each other to try to solve that problem, which... That's really fun to me. I, I like seeing that creativity of, of how different people come up with the solution. Is is this a good time, uh, Linda, for me to pull up Captain Mutant's submission? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let me go ahead and do that. So we He can... gives a, a nice little walk around of, of his model. Hey there, I'm known online as Captain Mutant, but you can just call me Cap. This is me in Lego form, but these are also me. Turns out I've created a slew of characters on my YouTube channel for my own enjoyment and hopefully for those of others. I think, like many people, I was introduced to Lego as a child, lost interest as I grew up, then somehow came back into it about mm, six years ago. I had a long dark age period, as they call it, and then proceeded with using my imagination to build various sci-fi related constructs. Now, when it comes to the Stargate, I was intrigued with the very concept of such a device when the movie came out, but I didn't fall in love with the franchise until SG-1, and the universe expanded in the most wonderful and imaginative ways. And then, a couple of years ago, I thought, why not combine the two? Now, you'll wonder how can you create a circle with square bricks. It was definitely a challenge. It took me a few weeks to finalize the design and submit it for the LEGO Ideas contest. It ended up being the very first target project to reach the needed 10,000 supporters, which happened in December 2021. And as of mid-January of this year, it's also the only target project to have managed that feat twice. And this is thanks to all those who loved my design and voted for it in droves. I can't thank them enough. As you might be able to tell, I'm very pleased with my creation, so let me show you some of its features. Now, at first glance, you can tell it's a representation of the Stargate at DSGC, but because it's designed to be a display model, I've distilled it down to its essence, i.e. the gate and the ramp. This means it looks great from any angle, as no walls are there to get in the way. I'm very happy with how the gate attaches to the base, as it looks like it just rests there, but trust me, it's securely attached. You can see from the back, all nine chevrons are represented, and on the front, the inner ring is adorned with all 39 glyphs. The gate is also designed so you can easily slot a piece of cloth, cardboard or similar to represent the event horizon. All that's fun on its own, but you need more for a display set. And I made it so you can have four members of SG-1 at the front, a Jaffa Serpent Guard and a Prior by the gate, and a Malt that just rests on the ramp. My set is purposefully small, just under a thousand pieces to make it more affordable to fans should LEGO decide to approve this concept. This means there's a limit to how many minifigures I can include. To get around that, I use heads printed on both sides and a couple of extra hair pieces to represent either Jack or Cam or Daniel or Jonas. There's also the option to give Tilk some hair and for Jack to get older. And how could I forget Vala? She's included too. Under the ramp, you'll find a dreaded replicator, but also a giant wrench and a pineapple. I've also included staff weapons, 
an aqueda generator, chocolate ice cream, a GDO, a golf club, a cap, a book of ancient knowledge, Schrodinger the cat, a bag of loot for valor, the book of origin, and a prior staff. Essentially, I've crammed it with as many Easter eggs as I could. If you're curious and want to know more, I've created many videos about it on my YouTube channel, and a handful even reveal some of the design secrets that make this build possible. You'll also find vids hosted by other crew members who tackle subjects other than LEGO. It's a bit of an eclectic channel. Thanks again for this opportunity to talk about my model, and I'll see you on the other side. Oh, that's great. I have to say a lot of those things also apply to my set, but I could not match that eloquence, at least not so quickly. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a there's a certain amount of showmanship you can't build that out of a set you know he's 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 clearly a good cameraman and everything else so that's that's great especially you know with the time that i gave you guys to respond how jake how often are you inspired by peers oh well uh to be honest i'm not too familiar with other people's work. For the most part, a lot of these things are designs I either come up with or want to tackle. For example, sometime I'll get an idea in my head and it's almost like a red hot poker sticking into me like I must go and test this out, try this out and do this thing. Also part of it is that I want to try and keep my stuff original and that I don't want to say, see Captain Mutant stuff and then go, oh, that's a great idea. I should do that as well to avoid plagiarism. I mean, I'm also doing my puddle driver rests on a similar stand. That's more just for the sake of compactness and all that. It's not meant to be a reference or inspired by his work. So to some degree, I, I mean, I may take concepts from people like, oh, Stargate kind of concept. But for the actual mechanics, I try and keep everything I do for myself. I mean, maybe I'll find a better technique for a small piece or whatever here and there. But the overall design, I try and keep original to myself. Okay. Starbrick, do you, do you have a similar approach? Uh, après les cinq Stargate, on, a, on avait sept projets à un moment. Il n'a pas eu, il n'a pas eu beaucoup. Uh, on s'inspire aussi de beaucoup d'autres créateurs hors, hors Stargate. Hein. Il, y a, il y a énormément de choses intéressantes. So yes, uh, actually, really often. So uh, we, I get inspired from other creators, not only Stargate ones for, for Legos, but any kind of uh, Lego creators. Frederick, do you have any questions at this point, having watched all this stuff? Are you intrigued? Uh, yeah, I'm actually really intrigued because uh, I, I was a big fan of Legos when I was younger. I was, oh. yeah, I had a whole uh, box filled with them, just like actually Starbreak, who had them in the, just like in bulk. And I was building like cities to then go around in them with my mechanics, if you know what that, what those are. Those are pretty old toys but yeah that 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 was something i was doing so yeah every time i see a stargate with round pieces or uh like wheels and things like that those didn't exist back when i was using legos so that's fascinating to see linda any questions at this point yeah you're using bricklink to find pieces on um i'd gone on there a little bit to try to find um the right pieces to put together sg1 for myself um but I, I was noticing the the prices were really kind of scary in places. Really? Uh, yeah, um, uh, because they were a discontinued piece or um, there is like a little um, flak vest that I was trying to get and I was having trouble with those. Any Any recommendations for other places to look for those rare pieces or is it just persistence that's 
that's finding those? eBay. eBay. Okay. <laughs> Jake? Yeah, I, I'd be curious about that too. For example, I've got this piece right here. It's a uh, Anubis from one of their Egypt sets. Uh, it makes a perfect jackal guard from the movie. Costs about 30 bucks per figure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I made the staff weapon. That, that's all me. But the figure itself is $25, $30. So uh, Captain Mutant tagged that by doing other things from the Chima line, I believe, for some of their headed serpent guard mm-hmm. kind of Jaffa. But yeah, sometimes it's just a matter of, I mean, how much you're willing to spend or how creative you can get. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get creative and get myself a 3D printer to make some of these things. Well, I was exactly thinking, like, it's sad that uh, Lego don't allow to create custom pieces or just not original pieces because with a 3D printer, you could do pretty much anything you could need. I think that that's what they're afraid of. I think that once someone starts down that road, what's to keep that person from completely cutting Lego out of the loop and no longer going to them to order anything? You know, once you start that off, that that community can get out of control. I'm sure the um, the 3D printer technology scares the hell out of them. I Probably. would. So yeah, you uh, could just print a whole gate in sections and take it apart and put it together. right. Exactly. Starbrick has has 3D printing ever ever crossed not for Lego ideas, but for creating Lego sets. Has 3D printing ever crossed your mind? Euh, est-ce que des euh, impressions 3D a déjà passé par ta tête euh, pour faire soit des soit des sets Lego ou peu importe quoi d'autre qui est créatif Non, en impression 3D, j'ai voulu j'ai voulu essayer, j'ai pas encore je ne suis pas encore lancé. Et c'est vrai que c'est quelque chose qui m'intéresse beaucoup et je, je pense m'y mettre bientôt. Ouais. Okay, so uh, he he's not using it right now, but he's thinking about it really seriously. See? You know, any creative person I think would at least consider, okay, what can this tool do? Because it's, I mean, what it comes down to is it's a tool. What can this tool do for me? So. Yeah, um, it would, it would find those really expensive pieces that that's the exist thing. in the Lego canon. If I could print up those vests, I know they already have them, but I just can't find them. Yeah, I'm talking about like a like a like an outdated piece, yeah. you know, something like yeah. under those unique circumstances. It's like I can't get this thing, and I'm sure there are designs online. I'm sure someone has scanned these things into a computer. Jake, well, I honestly, because I've been so focused on Lego ideas, I've never really considered using the 3D printer for yeah. Legos. Although a coworker in Maryland did actually 3D print me some glow in the dark bricks, which. Honestly, I do not know where they've gotten up to. Although I have done some other projects with 3D printer. This is a t- uh, timer from the show Sliders, for example. <laughs> that with working electronics, it works. Yeah. I mean, I, awesome. Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't actually generate a wormhole, but uh, it looks well, like well, an old metal roller. It lights up and does all sorts of things. Uh, all that. Oh, that is so cool. Or the Back to the Future clock. Yeah, I mean, the things that the people, this is, you know, this is yeah, nice. the, the micro Naquita generator. So this was the, this is the, the, the series that's on top of the, the big freaking gun from Bounty and from Continuum, you know, and then its brother, the larger one is being, you know, shipped to me um, in the next, in the next few days here, but this is a 3D print. So hmm. and it's completely self-contained. So it's just. The, the 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 creativity in the community um, 
just it's just extraordinary. So what you what you guys can pump out and create is just nuts. So just imagine um, what they could have done with Stargate if 3D printers existed back in the 90s. That's certainly the other thing too. Um so Jake, how far are you from from getting to 10,000? What can we do to push you further? I'm at about 2600, which considering how long I've been on there longer than either cap I think I started even before Captain Mutant even submitted the first time. I, I'm at 2,600 out of 10,000, so I've got a ways to go. I've never really been. I'm. I'm more of a Steve Wozniak than a Steve Jobs. And, <laughs> and making things, I am not so good at the advertising portion. How yeah. people can find or contact, say, actors from the show like Corin Nemec or whoever to actually endorse or whatever. There, there's that. I'd love to know how to do that. I. It's one reason I'm so. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk. But yeah, I've been doing that. Also, I've got a, a web comic based on Stargate that I've been working on. If you're familiar with Darts and Droids, I'm doing the same thing with Stargate called Gates and Gods. So, okay. I mean, not just to plug my own stuff. I mean, it's all about the Legos right now, well, but. No, know, it's part of why you're on. It's fine. Yeah. yeah That's so, cool. Yeah. Any tips I would gladly take. I've got. Tweet at them. Right. Yeah, the time's running out. I mean, by all means, I'd love to compete with Starbrook and Captain Mutant here, although I suspect, not proven, I suspect that Stargate Atlantis may be a separate intellectual property for Lego, and we might be able to get two sets if both uh, going through there, because typically they only permit one set per intellectual property. Right. You so. can, I can tell you dealing with MGM, you can... Um... You can approach them for for one of the uh, series or all of them at a at a discounted rate. So um, I, I think uh, as far as this particular piece of merchandise goes, I would suspect they are each on their own. So um, that's really cool, man. Thank you, thank you so much for coming, Starbrick. Any anything else that you would like to um, any thoughts that you would like to share before we wrap this up? Uh, des choses particulières euh, après mais, enfin rien de spécial j'ai réalisé aussi ce gros bonhomme qui <rire> est juste là my gosh oh. c'est un original c'est un, un Lego original que j'ai récupéré dans un vieux magasin et j'ai tout refait, j'ai peint, j'ai même fait le gilet so it's an old original Lego that he grabbed in a store and he repainted it all and just made a jacket ah. for it. And you can see, like, yeah, even under. Oh. Wow. Il y a des Lego wow. gros comme ça? C'est des maxi figures souvent commerciales. C'est dans les magasins de jouets souvent. C'est pour faire de la publicité. Ah. So those are actually... Uh, uh, like store shelves uh presenting stuff they're they're, they're not actually yeah they're promotional they're not actually for sale usually wow that's 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 fascinating how did you uh did you get your hands on that did you did you buy it or did you five finger grab it Ouais, tu, 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 dans un magasin ou c'est quelque chose que c'était une petite trouvaille de poubelle ou de, de coin de rue? Non, non, c'était un magasin de jouets, effectivement. Je suis passé, c'était un, un... Ils voulaient le jeter à la poubelle, en fait, quasiment. Bon, après, ils l'ont bradé euh, pas, pas, pas très cher. Donc, j'ai récupéré très, très peu cher. Par contre, il était dans un état euh, assez, assez abîmé. Donc, j'ai tout refait. Je l'ai poncé, j'ai repeint, etc. Il y a beaucoup de gens maintenant qui font des impressions 3D de bonhommes de cette taille-là. 
Et ça, c'est un original de officier de Lego. Wow. So uh, he grabbed that in a toy store that was about to trash it. Ah. And it, it was in a pretty bad state, so he got it for a pretty low price and then just uh, sanded it down, painted it, uh, varnished everything, just put it back to a clean state. Wow, that's really cool. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, okay. those are nowadays 3D printed instead, so yeah. those are rare and actually <laughs> original Lego pieces. Et les, les, et les cheveux, les cheveux n'existent pas, donc en fait, ça, c'est du silicone. Oh, okay. Oh, so the hairs nice. are silicone because right. hairs don't exist for Legos. That's silicone hair. It, it's actually silicone because they're they, they don't have air for Legos. Yeah. Uh, so he just put some silicone on it and painted it. That's and crazy. That's what it looks like. We also does anyone notice? Uh, we also have similar set design. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> window of opportunity <laughs> that's really cool man thank you for sharing so how far are you from 10,000 he's there uh, oh, so you're there he's there yeah oh, all right teammates. okay okay so Starbrick and Captain Mutant have both hit 10,000 all right so what else do we is there anything else that we can do to help promote you guys help get the word out I mean okay. uh, I'm sure you guys have got a good uh, viewing base i mean and i'm not asking you folks to go out of the way just you know just but i'm open to suggestions uh, but the the lego ideas portal it's a it's a free um it, you can vote for free you don't have to yeah. you, you just have to create a login am i right about that linda yes yeah, yeah. there's no cost obligation they're just trying to see if there's enough people interested right. in in the set that if they made it that they could sell it is my understanding Yeah, okay. I I go on about once a month, and I vote on all the Stargate projects that are up because um, I want to support the whole community. So, um, and and then I've sent emails to everyone on there. Not everybody's replied to me, but a lot of times people will. And if I can help them out at all by reposting on my Facebook feed, I'm happy to do that. I I just you know me, if it's Stargate, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Jake has submitted gatesandgods.net. And this is um, a comic that you created, Jake? Yes, and I've fallen a bit behind in updating, but basically it reimagines the movie as if it were a bunch of people playing a Dungeons Dragons session. That is, Stargate doesn't exist in the universe except for what they're creating. It's very similar to the concept of Darths and Droids, which treats all of Star Wars as a, as a uh, tabletop game. Just thought I'd mention that. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. This is this is really cool. So, how long uh, how long have you been working on this? Uh, about a well, about a year. Uh, I, I recently moved and had some time be between jobs. Uh, since I've gotten a job and bought a new house, that basically I've fallen behind in updating it. I do intend to at least get up to the point where they walk through the Stargate. Okay. Not sure if I have the stamina for the entire movie, but you know, why not make the attempt? I see. Okay. Wow. This is really cool. All right. We will definitely share this. Yeah. This is yeah. great. All uh, right, guys. Although I have to say, as much as I am into Stargate, uh, 
that even if you know I mean I am beaten by Starbuck and Captain Mutant, I mean hey, may the best man and bets that win all that. Uh, it's not my only thing up there. I've also got a Jeopardy set, which maybe that might be the way to go. Really <laughs> appeal, but, like the, yeah. of, of the stage of the set itself. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I won't go into too much detail on that. That's not the okay. subject matter, but yeah, but still, may the best set win. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's not like you know, it's one or the other. We can we can all vote on all of them. So you know, it's I think largely and not exclusively because creativity does have a lot to do with it. It's a lot of it's just exposure, and you know, really, really getting out there and selling your set. So that's, that's really, that's really cool. Starbrick, thank you uh, so much for coming and joining us. And, and uh, I I appreciate uh, uh, you dealing with the language barrier and thank you, Frederick, for coming on and helping to, uh, (laughs) to, to, to help us to translate. My pleasure. And, uh, (laughs) and, and Jake, thank you uh, uh, as well. It was a a pleasure to meet you, sir. And, share some of this uh this uh, creative energy with the crowd so this has been really cool do you guys yes starbrick go ahead je dis une chose c'est voilà c'est parce qu'on a eu les 10000 votes forcément que le projet sortira si on est en compétition avec d'autres projets très bons on peut ne pas être choisi so what he's saying is that even though they reached the 10000 votes uh, they they may not win basically because if there are many stargate uh, sets that are all reach the 10,000 they're probably gonna gonna make one maybe two not all of them so it's literally like jake said may the best set win oh okay i understand well and at the at the same time you know it's whether or not they're interested in the property well, there's that. Uh, Lego has certain things. They they don't like military things, for example. So Stargate may have a strike against it just from the get-go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, though they could do Star Wars, but, yeah, they don't like guns. They don't like military. But, you know, again, if you don't try, you, then you can't win. Yes, but, but, but in the Indiana Jones set, you have, you have a gun or military uh, figure. He's saying in the yep. uh, Indiana Jones set, you, you actually have a gun. For the for the characters, so yes, and yeah, I'm just saying that they don't tend to go for military things mm-hmm. and all that are things that are excessively yeah. violent. That that's at least in their rules and submission guidelines. Uh, all that an explorer with a gun is uh, less worth than uh, than military people, I guess. I thought so too. I went uh, to a um, uh, uh, an ice sculpture set of. Uh, um, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the 1964 uh, animation, and uh, Yukon Cornelius was deprived of his sidearm, and it was just like you know I understand I, I get it, um, but at the same time, yeah, I, I, I come on, you know that's a part of that that's a part of that character's identity, you know, and they they removed it from from the exhibit or they didn't add it to begin with because it might say X, Y, or Z to someone coming through the exhibit. So, you know, that's just the direction that we're going. And I think that that will have a large part to play in whether or not Lego produces any kind of military uh, 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 creations, uh, paramilitary or otherwise. So we'll have to see. It's a legitimate point. Hey! They do have the police characters in the city set, though. 
Trying of course, to, is, policemen with dogs, and I'm not sure if, whether or not guns are included. Yeah, you don't know if they're armed. Yeah. yeah. Look at yeah, that little guy. Not, they're probably going case by case with like lawyers. I would stuff. suspect. I is that a Zat? What's in his right hand? C'est un Zat euh, customisé. J'avais essayé de faire un Zat en faisant fondre une, une poignée de seau d'un Lego, mais Lego n'a pas accepté la, euh, la, la, la création. Donc j'ai essayé de trouver le plus accurate possible pour faire un Zat. Euh, voilà, donc j'ai réussi à faire plus ou moins quelque chose qui ressemble. Mais c'est vrai que j'ai pas j'ai pas d'armes dans mes Lego, donc j'ai que des bah, les armes extraterrestres en fait. Donc j'ai la lance, j'ai le Zat. Donc ce qui fait que les pour Lego, pour moi il n'y a, a pas de militaire dedans, mis à part l'uniforme. Ah, so uh, it's a Zat, uh, and uh, it it's based on the most close piece that he could find because he tried doing one with a melted piece, and uh, Lego didn't accept that. So uh, oh. and but apparently in his set there's no actual guns. There's only uh, aliens' weapons. So okay. like the Zat, the staff weapon, probably the prior staff as well, but like nothing uh, earthy. Interesting. There we go. Yeah, I've been debating trying to do minifigures my own, and I'm wondering if I could include Ronin Dex because that gun of his, I mean, part and parcel. Yeah. I want yeah. that gun. Indiana Jones, you can just put him with his whip. <laughs> right, he has some form of defense. <laughs> yeah. Right. But then Ronin would be difficult, yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very Earth gun-like. So, all right, folks. Thank you so much for for joining us, Linda. Thank you for arranging this, Always. Frederick. Thank you for translating. Uh, this has no been problem. a pleasure. I appreciate everyone who contributed to this episode, particularly Linda Fury, my producer, Gategabber. Uh, she's uh, the the real Lego fan of the uh, of the crowd here on on my side of the production table, and so this this episode was really as much for her as it was for for everyone else. So thank you, Linda, for for making that happen. Um, we have got you know what? It's been a while since I've shown off the merchandise. Dial the Gate is brought to you every week for free, and we do appreciate you watching. But if you want to support the show further, get yourself a t-shirt or a mug. Uh, we now offer a number of different items in a variety of sizes and colors at dialthegate.com slash merch. And uh, check out and see what we've got over there. You're supporting the show when you do, and I really uh, appreciate it. Coming up on Dial the Gate, we've got Anna Galvin going to be joining us at 4 p.m. Pacific Time today, Saturday, and then joining us this Wednesday, uh, midweek episode, 12 p.m. Pacific time, Tor Alexander Valenza. He's responsible for a number of Stargate episodes. Let's uh, go ahead and pull up his uh, profile here. I've, you can tell I've been pulling for Glennis's profile next week. Alexander Valenza. Let's see which episodes he's responsible for. So Spirits, Holiday, uh, Legacy, and Point of View, Past and Present, Ergo and Divide and Conquer. And he was also story editor for SG1 Season 2 and season, uh, senior story editor for Season 3. So he's going to be joining us uh, Wednesday, February the 22nd at 12 noon Pacific time. Morris Chapdelaine, actor and Asgard puppeteer. Uh, so he's responsible. Him and his team were responsible for Thor. Saturday, February the 25th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And as you probably guessed a moment ago, uh, Eli's mom and Catherine from 1969, Glennis Davies, is going to be joining us Saturday, February the 25th at 12 noon Pacific time. Hope you enjoyed our Lego discussion. 
We've got a lot more heading your way. Wormhole Extremists heading your way tomorrow with the Serpent Slayer and In the Line of Duty over on our Wormhole Extremist channel at 12 noon Pacific time. My name is David Reed for Dial the Gate. I appreciate you tuning in, and I'll see you on the other side. Dial the Gate is hosted and executive produced by David Reed. The producer is Darren Sumner, co-produced by Linda Fury. The composer is Neil Acri. Animations by Bryce Ors. The production assistant is Jennifer Kirby. Moderators include Summer Roy, Keith Homel, Tracy Noller, Jeremy Heiner, Reese M., and Anthony Rowling. Logo design by Deborah J. Bell. Additional effects by Thomas Tots, with contributions by model makers Chris Baker, Stephen Barr, Kevin Zabo, and Tom Paris. The archivists are Linda Fury, Zachary Adams, and Fred Eric Marcoux. For general inquiries for submissions, please contact us at dialthegateshow at gmail.com. Visit our website for the upcoming schedule, as well as an archive of our past episodes at dialthegate.com. Dial the Gate.